Hello, welcome in. Hello, hello, welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. How is everyone doing? Uh, I hope you all have had a okay or great week, depending upon situations. But today, uh, we're going to talk about some crazy things. Uh, Birds of Prey getting a 96 on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, we say goodbye to another person on The Flash, which also gets a new intro. Um, a new director for Doctor Strange. Uh, the release dates for all the Marvel TV shows that had a 30-second uh, trailer on the Super Bowl. And much more. So, uh, why don't we just get on into it? Alright, so, firstly... Uh, during Super Bowl, if you happen to watch Super Bowl, if you, in the States, if you happen to watch Super Bowl, cool. Uh, sorry if you're rooting for the Niners. Uh, congratulations if you're rooting for the Chiefs. Uh, secondly, they, Marvel dropped a 30-second trailer for, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, WandaVision, and, uh, a little bit of, uh, the Loki, uh, story. Those shows look fantastic. Like they, they look, they look, uh, Mar, they look Marvel Studios like movie quality, but at the same time they're gonna be at Disney Plus. So it's crazy to think that getting that quality quality is gonna be as a TV show. So, um, Bucky and uh, Falcon. They look dope. Uh, there's a great shot of... Uh, it opens up with uh, Sam pulling the shield out of a tree and then throwing the shield again. So he's learning how to th use the shield. Um, it shows a lot of... Uh, it shows Baron Zeno. It shows uh, Bucky just dropping bullets in front of Baron Zeno. Um, it... It looks, oh, and then it shows a uh, U.S. agent who is like the government-run Captain America. Uh, do we know he, if he's going to have the super soldier serum? Who knows? Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but not too long because it's coming out this year in August. It got pushed up from the year till 2021 to now in 2020. So it's going to be here in August. Uh WandaVision, which uh, it's cr crazy. First of all, let's let's acknowledge how many sitcoms sit sitcom uh, homages is going to be in WandaVision. You've got uh, like a Leave It to Beaver homage. You've got a uh, who not Who's the Boss? Maybe a little bit of Who's the Boss, but more of the uh, uh, Michael J. Fox. Uh, a family sitcom uh, that was in the 80s. Uh, then we got like Family Matters, uh, Step by Step Vibe. Uh, and then it shows, uh, I think it shows uh, her brain actually trying to come back together. And then it breaks it because it shows her in her normal body with uh, vision. And then it switches back to uh, her coming down the stairs 
to a to in her classic costume, which everyone lost their damn minds because uh, she looks pretty good. Elizabeth Olsen looks pretty good in her original costume, the '80s versions of it. But you know, there's going to be more to deal. There's going to be more to see in December. So. Speaking of uh, WandaVision, oh, also uh, Mandalorian comes out in November of that of this year, and we don't know anything about the Loki. Uh, the Loki release date is still slated for next year, but we don't know when. Uh, but uh, speaking of Doctor Strange, uh, Sam Raimi has been cast to direct. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which connects to WandaVision. So that's going to be really cool because Sam Raimi is uh, coming back to Marvel and he's going to make a really dope uh, Doctor Strange, like a semi-horror Doctor Strange movie, which I'm super stoked to see now because we're getting the guy that that started it all, that started with the first Spider-Man movie, and now he's in the Marvel Universe, working in Marvel Studios, directing a Marvel, uh, another Marvel character. So it's going to be super great. I can't wait to see that. Uh, then we got uh, Birds of Prey is out now. It's out now. Yeah, it's out now in the States. That's what I was trying to say. But uh, it's getting great reviews so far. It's got a 96 on Rotten Tomatoes, I believe. Uh, let me check my facts here. Birds of Prey. see here. Birds of Prey. Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, it also has a certified fresh score on Rotten Tomatoes, which is real big for a DC movie. Okay, so it's actually got an 82% rating. So it kind of dropped a little bit between between yesterday, Thursday, and today. But that's a real big... Uh, that's a real big uh, jump from from other of the DC movies. Okay, so let's let's go down the line with the DC movies. So Suicide Squad got twenty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes in two thousand sixteen. Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice uh, in the same year got uh, twenty eight on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Justice League the year after that. Got a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. Man of Steel, uh, 2013, got a 56 on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, and Aquaman got a 66, 2008, uh, 2018. Uh, Shazam, 2019, got a 90%. So, oh, and then Wonder Woman in 2017 got a 93. So, uh... So what the ranking would be would it would probably it would go Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman, uh, Shazam, Birds of Prey, Aquaman, Man of Steel, Justice League, 
Batman v Superman Suicide Squad. So, I mean, what was it? Three? Three out of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Three out of seven uh, DC movies with a high rating of Rotten Tomatoes is not bad, but I'm sure that uh, 1984 Wonder Woman is going to blow the original Wonder Woman out the sky. Well, no, I think it would probably be a little bit higher, but DC looks like it's slowly starting to get the rack together, so, which is nice. It is nice to know that that's a thing now, and that's going to happen, because I can't wait for that. Um, there is talks that uh, a while back in the 90s, in the comic books, uh, there was a DC-Marvel crossover where uh, Marvel heroes would fused in with DC characters. So, like, Captain America was fused with Superman, uh, Wolverine was fused with Batman, Storm was fused with Wonder Woman, uh, Spider-Man was fused with Superboy, which was... There was a lot of creative weirdness because Captain America had his red, white, and blue, but his shield was the uh, Superman crest. And he didn't have a helmet. He had, like, a half mask where his blonde hair was showing. Uh, Wolverine was named Darkclaw. So they took the, the animated series Batman drawings and made him into Batman. So essentially... His whole, the whole, the, take the Wolverine mask, put that on, and then the rest was, uh, black, the rest was black, and he had claws, so he had claws, and he had, like, a five o'clock shadow, so he was essentially, uh, Wolverine, but in the Batman universe. Uh, Wonder Woman was Storm, which I thought was pretty cool, uh, but, like, well, one of the coolest ones that I thought was really cool, that's kind of victory, uh, is Superboy and Spider-Man. So you had, yeah, I'm going to look this up, just for my own knowledge here. But you had uh, Superboy, the leather jacket wearing Superboy. Uh, and uh, I, he, the way he shot his webs was with a gun. So it was a web gun. That uh, shot out the webs. Hey, Superboy, Spider Man. Oh, Spider Man. Let's see here. Alright, so. Yeah, so it was really cool because there's uh, multiple pictures. Now that the arts come out, there's multiple uh, pictures of it, but. In the first iteration of uh, Peter Ross, they called him Peter Ross. He had in the crest was a spider, and so it was a spider. It was like the top part of his outfit was all Spider Man with like uh, web goggles type glasses. Uh, the web gun. Uh, what was kind of contradictory was he had the Spider Man uh, gloves on. But also uh, sleeveless, uh, fingerless gloves. And then at the bottom, the bottom half was all Superboy. And then the leather jacket was 
black with uh, red spider webs infused in it. And then it looks like in a second iteration, there's more of a more of a Spider-Man tone in this one where the webs are covered, the red webs are covering the shoulders, and it's a navy blue Spider-Man suit going all the way down. And then you get the gold trim on the boots and stuff. But it was pretty cool. Uh, I thought that was very clever when I saw it in the beginning. Uh, but then you have a lot of other crossovers, like I mentioned, with Wonder Woman and uh, Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman. Uh, I think they had one uh, one of Batman's villains uh, fuse with uh, Sabretooth. Let's see here. DC, Marvel. Let's see. Cross. Over 90s. Alright. Uh, <laughs> what are we... What are we doing here? Oh, there it is. Yeah, they... It was... Yeah, they had... Uh, let's see here. Bigger picture. You obviously can't see this because this is great for an audio podcast um dr uh dr fate was mixed with dr strange uh craven the hunter was mixed with uh wonder woman's uh cheetah uh let's see what else uh you had let's see here oh yeah rogue mixed with uh no, rogue mixed with captain marvel that doesn't make sense uh, oh yeah, Doomsday mixed with uh, Doctor Doom. That's pretty cool. Deathstroke was mixed with uh, Nick Fury. Ghost Rider was mixed with uh, that one monster, that one mystical monster that has a, uh, an M on him. I can't remember his name. Uh, Toad was mixed with uh, no, not Toad. The uh, the crazy comedian guy with like the fur, the lion's fur from uh, the Batman, the animated series was mixed with Nightcrawler. It was pretty cool. Anyway, I, I don't want to dive too much into it, but when I read it, it was pretty cool. And uh, it would be kind of, it would be kind of nice to see how we take this year, this versions of uh, Marvel heroes and mix it with this years versions of the DC characters. It would look pretty cool. I would I would be all for that. So, all right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, I already said the release dates. Uh, let's see here. The Flash. The Flash has uh, got a new... Uh, he's got a new uh, theme, like a new uh, intro to the show, where now it's just... Uh, a bolt of lightning like it's almost like him running through the speed force and it shows all of his memories from each season in it uh yeah let's get through let's talk about now that uh so the so arrow's done for right now uh let's see legends is up uh supergirl's taking a day off uh i believe black lightning took a day off 
Uh, it's just been Flash and Batwoman. Uh, in this episode of The Flash, like I said, uh, the new intro is has it seems like it shows a bolt of lightning going through, so it's almost like Barry's running through the Speed Force while he's seeing all his past memories from each season go by him. And then it shows up, and then it shows the Flash symbol, and it says the Flash, and it's vibrating. It's really cool. But, CW, Warren Bros., if you're listening, which I hope you are, if you are, thank you for listening, um, could we not start every season of The Flash on a super high note, and then that high note slowly starts descending into just like, well, everything is shit now. And then at the end of the ep- at the end of the season, everyone is happy and everyone lives a fantastic life. Could we not do that? Could we start at a super high level and then maybe just go to like an even kill? You know, just like even where everything is still awesome, but yet there's threats. Can we can we do that? I mean, it just it happens every season where it's the Flash loves being the Flash. And then all of a sudden, halfway through the season, he's depressed and he doesn't know how to use his powers anymore. So let's kind of keep it at an even keel, please. Uh, the episode, through this episode, uh, now that all the worlds, now all the worlds from the multiverse have merged into one world, uh, Cisco is going a little nuts. Because he has, he has realized that all the Earths are merged together and the vibe frequency that he used to have doesn't work anymore because every, there's no more multiverse. Everyone is here and that they've also lost a lot of people that are not coming back, which makes sense because the actors have moved on and, you know, the guy that plays Harrison Wells is, you know, locked in to play uh, Nash Wells for the rest of this season. Uh, yeah, he just kind of goes off with Caitlin, explaining to, he's wondering, he's got all these whiteboard, uh, these clear boards like scientists do, and has all these things written out. And then at the end of it, he, he makes a binder full of trading cards with the same metahumans that have different powers, that have stronger powers, and metahumans that they've put away uh, also have more powers now. And also at the same time, he's freaking out because he rip, rips open his shirt and has a Superman shirt on there. He's wearing a Superman shirt and he says, I don't remember owning and wearing this Superman shirt. And, you know, Caitlin's trying to calm down and be like, listen, it's going to be okay. Everything's awesome, though. We won. Uh, well, it's not Caitlin. It's Killer Frost. She's going like, we won. It's awesome. Calm the fuck down. And as uh, Cisco's girlfriend comes in and she's hearing this knock, he, hearing this knock, knock, knock on here, just knock, knock, knock on here, it's, Cisco is trapped Nash Wells in, the, uh, in one of the, uh, where the old Flash costume is. And he keeps, you know, Nash Wells keeps banging. He's like, let me out. Let me out. And he's like, you're going to let him out. And he's like, nah, eventually I will. And so Nash Wells is like, all right, then. I'm going to bang. I'm going to use my shoulder. And I'm going to bust down the door. 
And as soon as he does that, he goes charging in. You know, Cisco opens the door and he falls on his face. Um, then they have this huge argument about how uh, Nash Wells uh, was pariah and he killed all these Earths. And he, he didn't, you know, Harrison Wells and Jesse didn't have a chance to get out. Uh, he's victim blaming a little bit. He's blaming Nash Wells while also blaming himself. When that's going on, uh, Barry and Iris are at their place. Uh, Diggle shows up. I got real excited because I thought Diggle was going to ask Barry how to work, how to be a superhero and bring his ring because he had a huge black case. And I was going to be like, oh my God, are we going to show the ring? Is he going to put the ring on? Are we going to get the first appearance of the Green Lantern on the Flash? Turns out, no. Uh, that case that he had was Oliver's first mask that Barry made for him. And Barry starts getting a little obsessed with a smudge on the mask, thinking that it's a you know clue that Oliver sent him. Uh, while that's going on, uh, Iris is working on her own uh, investigating reporting of this spiral uh, company who uh, has, A, has already uh, killed their first contact that they were talking to. And then B, he, uh, she gets too close to, she gets too close to another contact and we find out that there's this assassin that uh, is a new and improved Dr. Light who has a Dr. Light rifle and she's, if she hits you, it just opens up a black hole and erodiates the person from the inside. Which it sounds really rough. It doesn't sound fun at all. Uh, Iris follows the lead and finds out that it's this guy who owns this huge tech company. Uh, he's trying to be like this philanthropist and make great technology for humans and all this stuff. And Iris finds out uh, that his wife had passed and that all these awesome you know, humanitarian technologies that they're making for is, you know, for, for the honor and for the uh, legacy of his wife. Uh, Iris is just going full force into this thing and she doesn't know what she's getting into. Uh, the guy gives him a report uh, about uh, this, ano this anonymous source that Iris has, but then he figures out who the anonymous source is. And it's the scientist that made the uh, light rifle, which that's that's got to be real bad. If Iris is like, yo, I don't want to reveal my sources. And he's like, I know who your source is. That's not real good. It's not being a good reporter or or detective. If your uh, person of interest already knows who you're talking about. Just, yeah, that's it's, uh, Detective 101. Anyways. Uh, so we have we have uh, Barry and Diggle out uh, over at the uh, Lian Yu, the new Lian Yu, uh, finding out, you know, because Barry found Metakuru on the mask, and so he just went full force and took Diggle and, you know, raced all the way down to Lian Yu right before that. Uh, I got, again, I got excited 
because I thought uh, since Diggle hates Barry using his super speed on him, I thought he was going to pull out his ring and be like, no, no, I'll meet you there. And then we're going to get like the first look at the Green Lantern suit. Nope, that didn't happen. We got uh, Diggle jokingly taking some, uh, taking about like five antacid pills and then Barry going, that that's too much. And he just looks at Barry and then, you know, they do this move that they make it look like Barry just grabbed uh, Diggle and they went super speeding off to uh, Leon Yu. Like the new Leon Yu, by the way, because it's a new earth. That's going on. Uh, the girls, Iris and her reporters, Cisco's girlfriend, and the girl that has that can control uh, sound waves, and uh, Cecile, who's the legal counsel and the telepath, the technopath, not technopath, the uh, that can read minds and sense feelings. Uh, they're talking about, you know. They're celebrating and talking about how they got this guy and that they're going to run this report or the story. And Cecile's like, yo, this dude is worth millions. If you run this story, he's going to sue you for defamation because you don't have any hard evidence. And, you know, Iris is like, I don't care. I'm going to run the story. I'm going to go over there. And I'm going to talk to this guy. And if he doesn't want to give me a comment, then... You know, I'm going to run it anyways, and I'm going to be this dope-ass reporter, and I'm going to scare them. Because they think that by running this story that they're going to scare this spiral company. While they're there, Cecile feels this, uh, she feels this urgency of, like, someone is about to assassinate Iris. So right, right as the new Dr. Light is across the street... With the light rifle, uh, which by the way, the the window that's from across the street, you clearly look out, and you're not telling me you don't see someone on top of the roof about to assassinate you. You may want to pay attention more to that. Just future, future reference, fictional person Iris. Uh, Cecile gets everyone down. The uh, light bullet goes through the both walls and into the last wall, and they can see the last wall, just a ro- this, like, the black hole swallows part of the wall and disintegrates it, but also disintegrates any evidence of, uh, you know, her getting assassinated. And so while, so Iris tells everyone to get out, and she'll be fine, go to Star Labs, I gotta go find my source to protect him, and then I'll go that way. And then I'll meet you at Star Labs. So they they get out. Iris races over to her, her contact. Uh, contact goes, uh, come on, come with me. Or no, Iris tells her, come with me. You'll be safe. Uh, you're in danger. And he's like, yo, I'm already in danger. I told you this was going to happen. You didn't listen to me. So she gives him, she gives him uh, his key card and keys. And has a USB on it and says, hey, uh, it's in the mirrors. And well, right before he says it's in the mirrors, uh, the light, Dr. Light kills the guy. That right before the guy disintegrates, he says, look in the mirror. And then disintegrates. 
uh, she gets in the guy's car and backs up, trying to hit the Dr. Light. Dr. Light gets out of the way. Dr. Light shoots a couple of light bullets, uh, goes through the car, and the glass uh, cuts because now it's got ultraviolet high beaming light on the glass, and it's just coming at Iris, and Iris is not paying attention to that. She's trying to get out of there, and like five or six pieces of like, you know, high octane light glass just cut Iris's right arm, and she makes it to Star Labs. Uh, everyone is like, oh, you okay? Oh, you okay? I'm so glad you're okay. And Iris is like, look, I'm fine. Uh, I need, my source is dead, but we got the, and she looks up, and the uh, USB is completely trashed. It's fried. And she throws the keys down, and she's like, we need to run this story, because, you know, we need to get this stuff out. And, you know, everyone's like, yo, Iris, take a breath. You know, relax. Be calm. And she's like, I'm calm. And then she collapses. Because of, uh, she has, turns out that she got five degree burns on her arm from the, the glass cutting her. And then, uh, then we go to Lian Yu and they, Barry has the box. He tells, you know, Diggle's like, all right, let's open it up. Let's see what's going on. And it's an empty box. And Diggle is like, okay, I see what's going on here. And, you know, Diggle and Barry have a philosophical moment about, you know, uh, he's telling Barry, yo, Barry, you, chill, man. It's it's over. We're, we're not in crisis mode anymore. Oliver's gone. He's not coming back. You need to learn how to slow down more and enjoy who you have in your life now instead of trying to go, you know, charging into battle uh, and always trying to fix things. And, you know, they, you know, Barry agrees with them and everything. And they have this little heart to heart. And then we go over to Star Labs where uh, Iris is watching the news and watching how the, the corporation that she's threatening is saying that she's, you know, that they're going to uh, crush the citizen. And Joe comes in. He's like, hey, here's some water. They have a heart to heart kind of about the same thing of like. Iris, you don't need to be rushing in the front lines anymore. We're not in crisis mode anymore. We need to start enjoying our life a little bit. You know, we won. We need just enjoy. And, you know, everything's going to be okay and everything. And also, you know, if you want to go after these people, uh, we need to play, you need to play more of a smart, uh, smart moves than just running the front line and you know, trying to beat the guy head on. So, you know, they have that heart to heart. Uh, Iris figures out who is actually talking, who is the, the main guy from the corporation is the guy that's hiring Dr. Light as an assassin. Uh, Iris goes to her, goes to him and says, you know, right before he's supposed to have a press conference and say, hey, uh, I know what you're doing. Uh, I know who you are. Uh, why are you doing this? And he was like, well, uh, you know, it, if you're here, who's watching over your friends? And we, you know, 
they do the whole uh, Doctor Dr. Light Assassin thinks Iris is at home, but it turns out that it's a hologram being used by uh, Cisco and Cisco's girlfriend. Joe gets a little knocked out, poor Joe. But uh, so the the head guy threatens uh, Iris, and Iris comes back with, "Listen, if your assassin hurts." Any of my friends kills them, hurts them, uh, puts them in the hospital. They, uh, everything I have on you is going to go out to the web and you're going to be ruined. So he calls off the assassin, calls off the assassin and uh, Iris leaves and he goes, does his press conference and he tells the press that he, in light of new evidence, he's not going to press any more charges against the citizen. He's going to drop him, and everything's going to be fine. We go back. We go back to Barry and Iris's place. They also have a little heart to heart about how they both need to slow down, and that you know we've beaten crisis, and we need to start learning how to slow down and spend more time with our friends and our family and know that we can know we can do the job, but we need to be smarter with our priorities and know that Oliver died to help us live. And that's what we should do. Then, you know, they go, they, they kiss and then, then end credits. Well, the end flash symbol shows up. And then like every CW show, we get an end credit scene where, Iris comes down to get some water and then she looks at the mirror and it flashes back to the guy being center and said, uh, look at the mirror. And it dawns on her. She going on the computer, typing all this stuff, grabs the key cards, grabs the key card and the keys of the old guy, writes a note to Barry saying, Hey, couldn't wait. Uh, I'll see you in the morning. She somehow, somehow breaks into this company that is also trying to kill her without with ease. Then she gets into the secret room where she's not supposed to be uh, with ease. Then uh, she figures out that the spiral in the key card opens the door, the door opens and it's an office. And we find out that it's, the wife's office and she's, you know, ruffling through files, taking pictures of her phone. And then she pulls, which I thought was a huge mural behind her. No, takes the sheet off and it's this big, huge, huge mirror with a silver frame on it. And she was just like, yo, what weird stuff were you up to? Uh, woman, he's, you know, the woman, which she finds out, uh, her name is Eve, by writing down what was on the badge and flipping it over, and it turned out, and it spelled the, you know, it's spelled the uh, name Eve. So therefore, uh, right before, she was just like, what are you up to, Eve? And then the computer beeps, she goes and checks the computer, and then these mirror arms grab Iris and pull her into the mirror, and then that's where we leave off. On the flash. Oh boy.
this is getting crazy. I do like how this post-crisis stuff is making different people, uh, you know, making different, we're getting uh, a better kind of storylines now, fresher storylines. It's pretty great. But the person that's leaving the show uh, is Cisco. Uh, he also had a heart-to-heart with uh, Caitlin and then Nash. Uh, Caitlin was like, yo, you should go out and explore and find out these new, uh, threats and then report back to us. Uh, then Cisco tells Nash, Hey, uh, you were right. I'm sorry. I was putting some blame on you, but I need you to stay here and watch over and you can use my office because you know, you and me, we got the same intellect. So just stay here, uh, watch over and you know you're in charge while I'm gone type of thing. And, you know, Nash Wells pulls out a photo and it turns out that it's the girl that can control lights, the control high different uh, sounds and waves of light. And, you know, that's where that is. So, yes, we're, I believe we're losing Cisco and I don't know how far along or he's going to come back or not, but, yes, that is it for... This week's episode. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have a great weekend. Be safe, everyone. And good night.